0: Bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees—we got them all. So listen up, because we 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 got the buzz. Turn
1: down the what? Turn down the what? Jazz fans, welcome back. It's been an amazing week. We got that seven-game win streak going strong, and three out of the four opponents that we've played this past week have all been the same, but you can't go wrong with that. I'm your host, Marcos Pickett, with my co-host, Daniel Olson, and this is Take Note Thursday here on the Hive Sports. Daniel, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. I'm excited for now Take Note Thursday. I think um, last week we didn't have it, so, so it's good to be back and talk about the Jazz.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's great to be back, and, and we're doing really strong. We got that seven game uh, uh, win streak going strong, as well as our, our 20 game win streak at home. And you can't go, can't go wrong with that. And before we dive in to recap these games that we had this past week, don't forget to give us a like on Facebook as well as Instagram. And since you're already here on Spotify, give us a listen to this podcast as well as our other ones that we got going on. So let's, let's jump in. Like I mentioned, three of the, the past four opponents that we played have all been the Grizzlies. So it's kind of like when you're watching a, a TV series, I, I kind of realize it's, it's like, which episode are we going to get today? And on the first episode of played against the, the Grizzlies, it was our 117-114 win. And this was, this was a good showing. It was a battle between John Morant and Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell had 35 points in this one, and he he went lights out. Uh, shooting a uh, five of seven from downtown, and he was he was on fire, as well as six assists and five rebounds. And then Rudy Gobert, twenty-five points uh, for him. And wh- where do you think we went strong in this in this first game against the, the Grizzlies?
0: Yeah, well, we're just talking about um, John Morant and the Grizzlies. Just um, I, I think we we made just enough plays to win. Uh, near the end, we kind of let them do what they do well, and and I mean they're they're really good at transition. But mm-hmm. um, so like, like we 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 got out to a good lead in the first quarter, um, and I I think just the the ball movements. Um, but but yeah, third quarter was a little nerve wracking. But then Darman yeah. Mitchell, um, th- there was some stuff I saw that I liked from him. Um, there there was a a point in the fourth quarter, like, three minutes ago, and Grayson Allen hit a three, and then Don Mitchell just immediately, like, maybe eight, nine seconds later, just goes back and answers with a three. So it was kind of like uh, Grayson Allen hit hit him with, like, a sucker punch, and then Don Mitchell, like, um, went went with a knockout punch of his own. So so, so that was cool. It was kind of um, – I'm glad that we didn't let it turn into – a loss, because I've kind of seen in the past, the Jazz have kind of been like Jekyll and Hyde, like what, what Jazz are we going to get today, but the Jazz, have, yeah. more often than not, I mean, we had a, a little bit, it seems like on the road, sometimes we don't know what we're going to get, but at least with these two, um, Grizzlies home games, it seems like when the Jazz walk into Bivin Arena in the year 2021, I mean, we haven't lost about, so we know we're pretty much mm-hmm. always going to get a win here, so, so that's good yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. We've been strong so far at home, and it was a good matchup between Valanchunas and John Moran. Those were the two guys that were showing up for the Grizzlies. Valanchunas with 18 rebounds and 14 points off the bench, and he definitely gave a. It was kind of hard with uh, him and Gobert going at it, but I like when Gobert has that has that competition, just so it's not 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 as easy. But Valanchunas definitely showed up against him. That that was definitely a really good good one to look at at. But yeah overall good good win uh, going against the grizzlies uh, to start off this little this back to back uh on Friday night, so next game uh once again Grizzlies part two and this was this is another win one twenty six one ten, and just like the first matchup against the Grizzlies, mitchell drops thirty five once again and he he was just on a roll once again dropping thirty five and five of seven um and seven assists two. Two rebounds, and then Gobert double double, 14 rebounds, 16 points, and definitely proving why they definitely belonged in the All Star game this year. And what 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 on the write in this in this part two against the Grizzlies in this one?
0: Well, I think Donovan Mitchell just looked like possessed lately, like averaging I think over 30 points a game last yeah. little stretch. And and I think I don't know if you remember this, but remember I think there he was playing the Pistons, where and mm-hmm. I think some fan was heckling him. This was a couple years ago, and he just like starts going off, and then just kind of has that stare, and like tells the guy like, "This is your fault. Like, this is why I'm going off, or whatever." So yeah. boy, I always love that gift and stuff. But um, I don't I don't know if there's anything in particular that that ticked him off, but um, he just, just looks like he's in the zone, like he's really confident, and um, there's a couple even just from the bat, like he had a nice like double pump, like. Dire- change directions like in the first quarter, layup, and then he had like a a, a three, um, put him up seven points in the first quarter. Um, it was like in transition, so uh, and so he's had a couple of those threes that that looks mm-hmm. good. Like so, like in the sec in the first quarter he was good. Second quarter he was really good, and you can look at it on on the highsports.com for all my recaps. But um, one one of the things I mentioned, I think. There was a final shot at the end of the halftime. Um, it was like from 29 feet. It was like almost, almost from the Jazz logo. Like he, he yeah. hit it, and it was just like um, he was just. It was like March, Mitch, Mitchell, like March Madness for Mitchell, because <laughs> he was just like <laughs> playing, playing mad, but possessed. So, so that it was a good first um, half, and then. One thing I always like to see, some, some casual fans that are, maybe aren't fans of the Jazz that might tune in, probably might, might get bored in the second half when we're up by <laughs> 30 and putting the bench um, in. But I, I always like to see what the bench can do. And, and the bench had a couple of good guys. Um, Trent Forrest, he had, he had four points, so he was probably one of the highlights at the end of the bench, um, at least in this game. Um. So and he 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 doesn't always get a lot of time and, and score a bunch, but it was cool to see him get a, a couple, and and it was nice that the Jazz got a win. The, the final score wasn't as. Cl- I mean, I, I always hate cause blowout minutes. Like when we empty the bench, it always the other team seems to creep back up a little bit. But we were ahead, um, almost like thirty. Like in the third quarter, there was a flurry of just um some three pointers and just. Uh, just a, a big run that got it up to 30 at one point. So obviously if we had yeah. the starters in, then we might beat him by more, but then we risk getting injured and getting tired before the next game. So I think we were sweat yeah. how we handled it.
1: And, and you just mentioned that, it, how it was raining threes in this game. We were 19 of 45 from downtown, 42%. And Mitchell was one of them, five oh seven as well as Jordan Clarkson, 5 12. And... We've, we've seen what Clarkson's done throughout the season uh, being how he's, con- how he should be considered sixth man of the year. But with with what Mitchell has done with averaging about 30 to 35 points in the past couple of games, do you think he should be in talks of MVP with James Harden and some of the other guys?
0: You know, I, I've been reading the um, Kia MVP ladder because they're mm-hmm. one of the ones like official, like people that that kind of say who they think is leading. I mean, they're affiliated with the NBA. So they have, yeah. like, Gobert and Donovan and, like, the next – so, like, there's the top five contenders and then the next five and the next five. So they're they're not the next five, but they're the next five. So they're, like, an 11 to 15 range. I might venture to say that with the best record in the NBA, like, like we might be closer to, like, maybe the 6 to 10. But, like, the edge of that, because um, as far as, like, the top five, like you mentioned, there's James Harden. Um, let's see who are the other ones The yeah Harden I mean I was gonna say Westbrook but he hasn't been even though he had the triple double the other night he he hasn't been super great um yeah Damian Lillard oh yeah obviously Damian Lillard he's up there um Bradley Bill if he's on a winning team I might put him um I mean Greek, Greek What with, with LeBron out it seems like I, I think it'll probably be either Lillard or or Harden. I mean, mm-hmm. I think as a a fan of Utah sports, I was like, I would, I'd love to see Damian Lillard win it if he can oh, be, play lights like out. But um, but I guess back to your point, I, I I think I mean I'd have to take a closer look at it. Like obviously as Jazz fans, we know that those guys are are superstars and deserving them consideration. But uh, um, this isn't a team where you're gonna put up like crazy stats. Like, Donovan, what what is he? Probably, like, top 10 in, in, in scoring. But, um, usually, in order to get the MVP, you have to have, like, video game, like, assists, rebounds, steals. And, and just looking at it, um, I'm not sure, let's see, who's leading in, in assists. We have James Harden averaging 11 assists a game. So, like, he he's averaging video game, like, points. I, I, actually, I mean, his points are okay at 26. I mean, more than okay. Um, and Donovan's not too far behind Harden in points, but I think what Harden ha- has the edge is, is the assist numbers because, I mean, Donovan, I mean, he's getting better at assists, but he's at 5.5 and, yeah, Harden's at 11. So I think Harden's doing a lot of good things, which surprises me because, I mean, he, he entered the season kind of with not the best attitude and Houston mm-hmm. kind of not in the best shape. But I think now that he's on a contending team, he's like, oh, I got to, like, um, get get my, get myself um, ready for for the playoffs. Because you, you don't know, I mean, they're stacked with how many, I think they have, like, five or six players that have been either former or current All-Stars. So, yeah, I mean, and, and, now
1: it's Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge on there over there.
0: Yeah. And Yeah, DeAndre Jordan and, yeah, Harden, Kyrie, and Durant and as the big three. That's like, kind of an all-star team. But like, you you go back maybe seven years and all those guys were were kind of uh, in their prime or close to it. then and, and, yeah, that's a pretty crazy team. And now, some of those other guys, like Blake Griffin, they may have regressed. But, I mean, it's nice to have people who have um, some experience because if, if, if two or three of those guys get injured, as long as the most important guys, at least two or the three most important guys are healthy, like Kyrie and... K D and Harden. I think they're gonna be a tough out. Um and the West, the West is opening up a little more. I, I think I mean the Lakers, I think they added a couple people, right? But um but but with LeBron kind of sidelined, we don't know how he or Anthony Davis will be when they get back. But um I think the, the Jazz they've had their obstacles has been James Harden, so as the MVP he might be kind of um the, and instead of LeBron James, it's a different James I gotta worry about. It might be James Harden this year if we can get to the finals. I know I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but besides the Lakers, there are other contenders that could beat the Jazz. But right now, I mean, as this one seed, the Jazz are the front runners.
1: Yeah, absolutely, that, that's for sure. And I forgot to mention from this, this part two against against the Grizzlies, we were, we were out with we didn't have Mike Conley, and this and that was kind of a a big blow, but. Joe Ingalls took his place and we've seen what Joe Ingalls can, can do when he, when he starts and even coming off the bench he still lights out and he was three of five from downtown with fifteen points. So Joe Ingalls has definitely proved. Right now he's kind of a kind of in our competition with uh Clarkson versus six because 'cause we've seen what both what Bolton can do off the bench and with Clarkson with twenty eight points. And this was a good good win in part two against the, the Grizzlies for for us. So moving on, uh next we had against uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers and they're definitely not the same since LeBron's left and this this was a, a tough one for them, but good one for us. One fourteen seventy five win and boy, it, it was good to see a lot of a lot of the rookies, a lot of the, the guys who don't get enough enough playing time to come off the bench and, and play. Um and Mitchell and, and Conley and Gobert eighteen points for both for both Gobert and Conley, 19 points for Mitchell, and 19 of 41 from downtown at 46%. And what, what do you think went went right in, the, in this blowout win? N- nothing went right at all for the, the Cavaliers, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that we um, kind of intimidated. Like, we're a really elite team, and so mm-hmm. elite teams beat can blow out um, bad teams and make them look worse than they maybe are. Yeah. Less, absolutely. You know, like when the Cavs play the Pistons, yeah, it might be a pretty close tight game. But when they play us, um, I think Gobert really set its tone early and kind of just made them scared to go into the paint. Or not even the paint, like any, within any radius of Gobert, because Gobert had four blocks in the game. And people will can sometimes disc Gobert by saying, oh, he's only a rim protector. He can't guard the perimeter. Well, he blocked two shots in this game, kind of on the perimeter, outside the paint. Like one was, I think, was a free throw, and another was like near the three-point line. So, so I mean, he, I mean, obviously, he wasn't playing any superstars. If he was playing Kyrie or Steph, like he might get juked out of Like he might, his ankles might need to get iced a bit. But, but against these Cavs, like, like I, I, I saw like him and Donovan were kind of shaking their head at one point because because they 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 thought it was kind of comical that these guys were going to try to to go in the paint and go at Rudy just and, and it wasn't like they even tried to cross or juke him out they just like went straight at him like what's going to happen like Rudy's going to block it and then i think um it happened early um Darius Garland i think was the one that got blocked and then then the Jazz hit a 3 on the um Donovan Mitchell hit a 3 on the other end so um uh, yeah, so you could see from the beginning, like, J.B. J. Bickerstaff, their coach was already starting to call timeouts and, and just went from a six-point lead after the first timeout to, like, um, like double digits and just got worse for the Cavs from there.
1: Yeah, and n- nothing went right at all for them. And I'm kind of glad that Gobert gets those times. People think when he has those four, b- four blocks in a game kind of like this, they're like, oh, it's just the Cavs. They're kind of struggling, but... Things like this it gives Gobert practice, and it, it it proves that he definitely deserves to be in talks for Defensive Player of the Year, having 17 rebounds, 18 points, and he he's been lights out this season. And and same with Clarkson, who is, is in talks for Sixth Man. And we we had a lead of, of our biggest lead in this game was 41 points, and that's probably our our biggest that we've had this season, and, which is very impressive. Um, what, what, anything else that that stood out to you that that well well in this one? Um
0: well again, like like I was saying, the, the bench, um <clears throat> it's always nice to see the garbage time. And this one, um Matt Thomas had his first points as a jazz man. Um he had a open three and then a jumper, so so it was nice to see him, the former Iowa State Cyclone teammate of George Smeeing. Um
1: oh, yeah, that's the, great. The, I, I, as well as uh, uh I- Ilya Sova, he finally got his first points for the Jazz as well.
0: Oh yeah, him too. But um, the overall the bench wasn't like overly impressive, but like everybody yeah. actually except for the guy I mentioned last time. I think Trent Forrest was the only guy on the team that didn't didn't score any points. But like the mm-hmm. highest scorer, Clarkson and Yang, had only nine points on the bench. But I guess my 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 point is is that um, this was just a, a fun game to watch for, for me because. Because, I, I mean, so like I said before, sometimes people get bored with blowouts. I think if you're a fan, a super fan of the team, like it makes you kind of pumped up. Like, like, yeah, it is the Cavs and we're probably not going to mm-hmm. beat like every team in the NBA by 30. Like, like, like when we play tough teams, like we've seen that we might barely win or, or might actually even lose. So, uh, especially on the road. So, um, so yeah, it was awesome to see the Jazz win this game.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we don't like to see big blowout games against everybody, but it definitely gives everybody out on on the team time, more minutes. Like we saw, our starters only getting 25 minutes this game, and then we saw everybody else play and get 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 some time on the court. But great win overall in this this huge blowout win against the Cavs. So moving on to our our last one, and this was a a, a scary slash sad experience. So takeoff on our way to memphis um we we, we hit a bunch of birds <laughs> sad but unfortunate and, and we had to turn around and, and come back um and, and wait for takeoff oh uh, wh- wh- what did you what do you think of that when you when you heard about that daniel
0: um well this kind of flashes back it kind of scared me right at first because
1: yeah um you, you
0: hear about those plane like that plane accident last year you know with, Kobe, that just shook the whole NBA. Um, yeah. The car accident that Tiger Woods recently had—there's a lot going on in that. But I saw that it was birds, and like I saw all the jazz players tweeted, "Oh, we're fine and stuff." Like <laughs> at one point, it seemed like people were kind of—I saw like one tweet or something where somebody said like they were uh that they're just making jokes about the birds and stuff, and. Uh, for me, at one point, I'm like, it might be a little too soon because, um, honestly, I think, I, I don't know the exact reason, but, but Donovan Mitchell didn't, didn't play, and he, he's staying home, and we'll meet the Jazz when they they play the Bulls. But from what I've heard, I've heard he is kind of had a fear of flying, which, yeah, you know, you know, I've heard of people that have that, and he's just kind of gotten over it and flown. But I think something like this might trigger it and make it, Kind of nerve-wracking because you don't know if yeah. something like that could happen again. If if the outcome would be even worse, so with as yeah, often actually. as they fly, they they probably are like like are more at risk for an a, a, a plane accident than the average person with as much as they fly. And kind of you saw how that unfortunately happened with Kobe Bryant. So definitely mm-hmm. scary. But I'm I'm glad everybody's okay and they're um, able to get to Memphis. And yeah, we can talk about that yeah, and how uh, we survived without Mitchell.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I'm, I'm glad everybody is is okay after that that weird, scary incident with them. But everybody made it to to Memphis okay. A uh, great win. It was a it was a scrappy win uh, with with No Mitchell, uh, 111 107, and Boyan uh, Conley and Clarkson. They they showed up to, tonight. Boyan five of twelve from downtown, 23 points. Uh, Conley, seven assists, four rebounds, 26 points, and Clarkson doing what he does with 24 points, seven rebounds, and and this was a tough one I, I, um, without Mitchell, but we we definitely proved that we we can beat a team three times in less than a week. And what, what what do you think we did well in this scrappy scrappy third win against the the Grizzlies?
0: Oh man, I was just getting my my notes together here. Like <laughs> I think that Rudy. Um... As I kinda yeah. I'm trying to formulate my 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 recap um for for this game and, and Rudy mm-hmm. and Brown were battling early. Um that there were some good floaters. There were there were some some nice I love the ball movement and how it's not predictable, like you know some people telegraph the passes. Like I see all these different lanes of oh, I think they're gonna pass to this person, but then they pass to this person and the corner threes were just hitting and and late, one thing that I saw, um, what's his name, the the or, former Oregon player on the Dylan Brooks, yeah, he missed mm-hmm. several layups and and like the the what's it called the the transition, like those fast break points, is something that Grizzlies thrive off of. So I thought the faster that and, and each time he missed, you know what we did on the other end, we we hit a corner three. So. So those were big, I think, big moments in the, in the game, and that ended up being um, pretty close call for, for the Jazz. Where I think if you have Donovan, then maybe we win it by by ten points. But but with um, with them playing well, it was it was a it was a it was a fun game, definitely. Like it's nice to see us get this experience with close games because playoffs aren't just going to be always a walk in the park. There's going to be some close games, as we saw last year. Like Army Mitchell scores like what was it fifty seven points and they still lose in overtime like 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 the, it it's hard so it's it's good to see the Jazz um have a little bit of adversity and still come out with the win at the same
1: time yeah absolutely you know it it's kind of funny that we we got the opportunity to play a team three times in the last of the week but it it definitely gave us. That that learning experience of what to expect from a team, and even though we didn't have Mitchell in this one, it was a good scrappy win. Um, I'm glad that we got this one. So seven wins in a row for us, and it's a great experience. So moving on to the next month, and we only got we only have a couple uh, about a, m- a month and a half left of games, which is crazy to believe. And and moving on this uh, next one against the Bulls, um, and Bulls have kind of been struggling as well um, lately. Against uh, and with Zach Levine as well as Thaddeus Young, choose two, two to watch out for. And what, what are the what, what's the key matchup that you're looking for in this one?
0: Um, I kind of want to see what Rudy Gobert does again. I think if I'm not mistaken, or the Jazz had a really good game the last time they played. They um, mm-hmm. had the 10 points, tw- or 21 points, 10 block, or nine blocks and 10 rebounds. One is a block strival triple double. That that'd be awesome to see something like that again. But um I think there was a pretty cool dunk by the Bulls last time. I think the matchup I want to see is um we'll see Donovan back, right? So it'd be cool to see how he goes up against another star from the East and Zach Levine. Um last time Zach Levine had twenty seven points, Mitchell had thirty, so they're both kind of the leaders of the team as far as points go. So that's a matchup I'm looking forward to seeing.
1: Yeah, you just took the words out of my mouth. That's that's definitely what I'm looking forward to as well. We we saw Zach Levine in the All-Star game, and he's been averaging 27.5 points on 50, 51% shooting, and as well as Mitchell, 25.7. And that, that's going to be a good one to look, look for. So hopefully Mitchell is back healthy, and everybody's healthy with Conley kind of been up and down with his health as well. So hopefully everyone's back healthy for a, a good matchup against the Bulls this week. But glad we're on the seven game win streak, 20, 20 wins in a row at home. So hopefully we can keep it going with the, a month and a half left of basketball. But thank you guys for listening here for Take Note Thursday and go Jazz. Go Jazz. Dumb.